previously on You All Everybody. You know, he may be pathetic, but he still has his dignity. Oh, wait, no. That's a typo. Pants. That's a typo. Uh, it's supposed to say heroin. He still has his heroin. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Yeah. I wish I wish I had like a I wish I had like a Ric Flair gun where you shoot it and then it does like a <laughs> Yeah, woo! <laughs> and so he like pulls out his uh walkie talkie and like Shaggy? Oh, uh, yeah, she's, she's like, me. it wasn't me. Yeah. <laughs> Again. I, th- I was thinking Mike Scooby-Doo. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. yeah, I was like, she pulled out a big sandwich and then shoved it in her mouth, like, all at once. Like, <laughs> <laughs> Welcome to you all, everybody. I'm Aaron. Erica. Vanessa. Uh, and this week, we are actually welcoming back guest uh, Joseph Beck Castro, who is co-host of the Arnold Schwarzenegger rewatch podcast it's called which is called see what the potty richter thanks for joining us again joe yes thanks for having me and thanks for shouting out my podcast it's pretty great <laughs> you should all check it out that's what i heard that's what i heard yeah me and a couple of jabronis <laughs> just talk about arnold movies anywhere we're anywhere we're recording two episodes again tonight uh but we're gonna start off with this first episode which is okay so this week's episode is called the drift Tonight I found something called uh, Tokyo Drift, so it's just going to be called Tokyo Adrift, which it actually consists of uh, one ounce of vodka. When we, we're using Svedka, what are you using, Vanessa? Absolute. God. She always gets the good stuff. Yeah. I mean, Baller. Um, and then we're, it's a, a half ounce, it was a half ounce, right, of the other, the, the liqueurs? No. It's an oh, ounce yeah. of vodka. Okay, an ounce, ounce of vodka. An ounce and a half of. An ounce and a half of sake, which sake. Erica got, where'd it go? I don't know what you did with it. Hold on. One second. I got to show you guys this. <laughs> Take a picture of it. <laughs> so we can upload our two different sakis on the Instagram. <laughs> anyway. Okay. So, yes, it is uh, one and a half ounces of vodka. Uh, half no, ounce. One sorry, ounce of vodka. Sorry. One ounce of vodka. Uh, half ounce of St. Germain Elder Saint Germain Elderflower liqueur. Uh, half ounce of melon liqueur, which we're using Midori. Half ounce of lemon juice, half ounce of simple syrup, and then an ounce and a half of sake. And Erica <laughs> went decided to go all fancy with the sake and got one that's in a tin can. <laughs> a can yeah, so a can of sake, which is actually not bad for surprisingly not bad for being in a can. You said I asked if you cared about what sake I got. You said no, just enough to make the drink. So was, I grabbed a can. It was funny. It was funny. Sake. I didn't know it came in a can. Yeah, and for some reason, when you said in a can, I was thinking like it had like a twist off lid when you showed that. Oh, really no, quick. no. It's like a, like, but it probably has like a, like a soup can. can. No, it's like a soup oh, can. Oh, it's like a soup oh, can. Like a soup can? Yeah, like, like the, like the, like the. Okay. Yeah. That's <laughs> See, also like, weird. Look at right there. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> So interesting. Well, she she calls me when she's at Bevmo and she's like, "What sake should I get?" I'm like, "I don't know." Just she's like, "How much do I need?" I'm like, "Not very much." It's like two ounce, three ounces. So she's like, "Cool, I'm just gonna get a can of sake." I was like, "What? Why are you gonna get it? Don't get a can of sake." She's like, "What does it matter?" I was like, "Whatever, you're paying for it. Go ahead." <laughs> but yeah, she ended up getting. I even tried to shame her out of it, but she still did it, and it's actually pretty good. Well, there you go. Yeah. Also, if you would have mailed. What you just said to Aaron 15 years ago, he would have been very upset that you called it Bevmo because Aaron from 15 years ago hated the name Bevmo. What'd you call it? Probably beverages and more like everyone else. Beverages and more? That's what, that's what the actual name of it. Yeah, but it says Bevmo in the building. Yeah, I know. They changed it. I mean, um, they did change it. Back home, it's total wine. 
Yeah, Eric is there. Total wine. Okay. I actually didn't try the drink. How do you guys like the drink? That's all right. I don't I hate like it, it as much as last week. I would order oh. it if it, I wanted like needs, a probably mixed need some ice. sweet drink. Oh, mine has ice. It's like, I, I don't know how to describe that. If it, I want it, I'll drink it. It's like an x-ray color. Yeah, it's, it's like a greenish, yeah. Yeah, when they take x-rays and they show, or like at least in like the Simpsons and they show that color, that's that's the green. They shoot you with the uh, radioactive stuff? Yeah. Um, so yeah, it's supposed to have, Vanessa, did you get, it's supposed to have two slices of cucumber too, but what are we, rich? I'm not going to, I can't afford cucumber. Yes, I have cucumbers you actually put cucumber? and lemons. And yeah, I have cucumbers Damn. in my refrigerator. Someone's baller. Yeah, exactly. Mm-hmm. I know. I buy good vodka and I have cucumbers. Yeah, but then you also have to own a knife and a cutting board, <laughs> exactly. you know? I like, have those too. Wow. Well, someone is yeah. balling over here. My bad. So yeah. you uh, pour it into your shaker with some ice, shake a bitch up, straight into a glass. And I would assume you usually use put it over ice because without the ice, it's it's like a really big sweet shot. Anyway. I put mine excess in a tumbler with ice so it stays oh, cold. That's a good idea. It's like when you give you the milkshake... Like the extra in the middle. I don't know why I'm asking, but what are you drinking, Jen? Uh, Take a wild guess. <laughs> I don't know. Uh, gin. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Exactly. I'm guessing Lagunitas IPA. Wow. You are on point. <laughs> Look at that. I might make a Kentucky mule later. So see how that goes. That's uh, whiskey and just like a, like a Russian one, but with whiskey. Uh, like a Moscow mule, but yeah, with okay. bourbon. Okay. So we're uh, uh, so we're on the season two, episode two, which is titled Adrift. And this episode is focused on Michael. It first aired September 28, 2005 with 23.17 million viewers. And it was actually the second most watched episode of the show after the season premiere. Like this season premiere. Uh, it was written by Stephen Maeda and Leonard Dick. <laughs> Dick. And uh, it was directed by Stephen Williams. Takes place on days 44 and 45 on the island. So yeah, it's about Michael, who we last saw screaming, Walt, as his son, whose name I can't remember, was taken. Um, Walt? Oh, right. Okay, that makes that makes a lot more sense for that scene then. <laughs> so the others took Walt and blew up the raft, and uh, Michael and Jen Sawyer were on that. And Joe, what are your thoughts on Michael? Um... I like him. Okay. Uh, yeah, it's it's. I was thinking it's a little problematic that like the one black character was like not there for his kid, and you know it might be like a redemption story or something if it were like uh, if it wasn't a bunch of fucking white dudes who like made the show like Carlton Cuse, Damon Lindelof, and J.J. Abrams are like the whitest dudes, you know. Well, so, it seemed like they started kind of trying to, and then they just had him get kidnapped. So. Yeah. They're like, oh, he's only an absentee father because his kid got kidnapped. You know, and they, they back it up a little bit in this episode with, like, the wife taken away. But that's always been kind of a a weird thing about this, um, that it's not necessarily, like um, like, trying to say something, you know, with, like, black fathers or anything. And as a mostly white dude, I don't have much to say about this either. Uh, I'm just calling out other white dudes. Um, So, yeah, uh, there's a little bit of that, and he is kind of a dick to the kid. He he is kind of a dick 
so sort of the kid's also kind of like a little dickhead yeah. too so yeah i mean i don't have kids and i don't really like kids so <laughs> i can't blame them but i also don't have kids if i had one maybe i wouldn't be a dick to it but who knows I, but. you would think so but vanessa vanessa probably disagrees with that <laughs> yeah i mean it depends if they're being a dick to me i'm gonna be a dick back <laughs> <laughs> exactly which which makes sense so uh like uh vanessa so you i can't remember you don't have a problem with michael right i like michael i think he kind of is a little dramatic about something sometimes like he just <laughs> You know, gets a little hot-headed, but I think for the most... I I like him for the most part, and I mean, if I was having that interaction with Locke, I mean, he does seem creepy. He is creepy. Like, I wouldn't want my kids just hanging out with him in the forest or the jungle, so... I agree. And Michael's also the only black person... Well, Rose. um, The only black guy around a bunch of non-black people because i guess they sprinkle in a couple ethnic people in there you know for diversity and he seems to be the only one with like a kid you know besides claire that eventually has a kid but yeah you know he's a little on an island there no pun intended and he he doesn't situations he's never been a dad you know so he's kind of learning as he goes as well but i like him yeah and i'm sure it doesn't help that his kid doesn't seem to like him yeah Erica, hot-headed. He's hot-headed. He's not my favorite character. Okay. He's really good at Screaming Walt, though, so I'll give him props on that. He excels at that. He's got got a couple catchphrases, and that's one of them. (laughs) Yeah. But, uh, okay, so uh, let's get into the episode. So we start off with the previously unlost, and then see the raft being launched. The people on the raft sing like a beep on their radar thing. Them finding a flare or firing a flare, and then their encounter with the others who are going to have to take that boy. So then Sawyer shoots, or they shoot Sawyer and blow up the raft, and we see Hurley noticing the numbers on the hatch right before it's blown up. And then Jack telling the rest of the survivors about the hatch as Locke tells those jabronis that he's going into it. Uh, also, Kate goes too and is pulled down into the hatch after someone turns the light on, and holy crap, that was a long previously unlost. But... From there, we go to back to the raft as Sawyer emerges from the water as we hear Walt calling or Walt calling out for Michael, who's doing the same. I mean, he's like calling out for Walt, like he's not calling out for himself. He's like, <laughs> Michael! <laughs> but, uh, we can also hear Jin shouting in Korean, yeah. and then Sawyer swims over to the, to the broken, to like the broken raft piece, pulls it over to Michael, and drags him up onto it. And apparently, Michael wore himself out from calling out his catchphrase because he just passes the F out. Yeah. So Sawyer begins like pulling a jack and just like beating the shit like on his chest as we cut to the hatch. Yeah, I just want to say there was enough room on the raft because. Just <laughs> <laughs> go back to Titanic? Yes. Yeah. <laughs> that's a raft. all I that could was think a about. Door. Okay. <laughs> yeah. I mean, they're both mad at wood. Yeah, but don't uh, smirch the name of James Cameron around here. Yeah. <laughs> um, I mean, at least they left Jack and Rose back at the island. Otherwise, who knows what would have happened. <laughs> nice. Anyway. Yeah, real quick. I did uh, have to take CPR classes, and that's exactly what they teach you is to... Beat on the chest? Yeah, just fucking pound it with your fist 
That's all you need to do. I, I can't tell if you're being serious or not. I'm not. No. So basically, no. What, <laughs> I, like, uh, I know Erica took CPR classes. Yeah, so. I was waiting for him to. Um, what CPR does? It doesn't like bring people back to life. Like no. when you're pushing on somebody, it just basically you're doing the work for their heart. So it's keeping blood pumping until like uh, a professional, like uh, EMT or somebody comes around. Um, Correct. But yeah, you're you're basically just a stabilizer until somebody better comes along. Exactly. Someone who knows what they're doing. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Okay. And they said the most important thing is like if there's people around, find somebody and point at them and be like, "You." Yes. Call nine one one, and then you just you get to, to like, delegate yeah. stuff to people. Yeah, exactly. And when, just get fucking pumping. When you're in a big crowd of people, they just assume somebody else is calling nine one one, or everybody's mm-hmm. panicking, so you have to like tell somebody. Call nine one one. Yeah, it's the bystander effect. Or they're too busy, you know, just putting it on social media instead. Put mm-hmm. on, yeah, <laughs> making TikToks. So yeah, we uh, cut to the hatch where we rewind from where we left off in the last episode, which ended with Desmond holding the gun to Locke's head. But like, you know, fuck it, man. Instead of starting off where we left off and actually moving the story forward, we're gonna rewind rewind a few hours and then go back to where Locke was lowering Kay down in the hatch and she was pulled in all of a sudden. Yeah, this whole thing pisses me off i i I really like um retrospective stuff like prequel stuff like how did we get here but when you leave it on a cliffhanger and you're just like oh let me go back and fucking yeah like fuck you dick hey what vanessa what'd you what'd you think of that because it was your first time watching it uh well this happens a lot in books i read if they're in a series and I will skip 200 pages of a book when they're just telling me <laughs> what happened in the last book that I just finished. Like, I don't need to know. I'm reading the second one because I read the first one. I know what happens. I don't need to know again. Like, it didn't even, It didn't add anything. I'm, st- I'm still, like, slightly bitter about this because I remember how annoyed this made me when it first aired. Like, I think it's fine on rewatch, rewatching it just because I've seen it before. But if you're bi- – and if you're binging it because I'm assuming that you had no problem with this, Erica. No. Yes, because she went straight through this episode, so it's basically just filling in the gaps from the last episode. Yeah. And if you're going from this episode to the next one, it's just then you're like, okay, cool, this is where we left Although, off. Although I will say this time watching it around, I like I get I I wasn't super paying attention at this part, and so I did think it was Jack calling out for Kate and going down the hatch at first because that's where we left off. Yeah. And I didn't realize they rewound so far back that it was Locke. So I actually crossed out Jack and was like, oh, it's Locke. It's oh. not Jack. <laughs> I I didn't realize they went that far back. Well, it uh, yeah. But it it's just annoying that it, like, watching it when it aired and wanting some freaking answers and then yeah. having the episode rewind was just like, are you kidding me? Like, we already saw this stuff. Oh, I was just going to say there's, like, two ideas of, like, tension, you know? There's like a tension for your characters to figure out something. And by the way, I just listened to this on another podcast. This is not my original idea. So um, <laughs> not that smart. But like the idea of your like the characters in the story figuring something out. Like uh, I think there's an old Hitchcock movie where there's like a bomb under the table. And it's like us as the audience knew it was there, but the characters had to figure out. Uh, that the bomb is under there, and that's very tense. You're like, are they going to fucking figure it out? Are they going to blow up or whatever? Um, but this whole thing is like, it's like we, the audience, don't know what happens in the future. Like they left us on a cliffhanger, and so yeah. they just go back, and it's like, eh, fuck you. Like we're going to tell this other story. Like we're just going to dick around <laughs> with you. And it's, I mean, it makes, I mean, 
part of the appeal of this show is that exact tension, but yeah. also just kind of annoying. You know, it, yeah. it's it, like a it's a cheap storytelling storytelling yeah. technique, but it still like drags you in. Definitely filler, like with like with this scene, and I think a couple other scenes later on. They didn't add anything extra. There's one later with like Kate, where you find out something different from the scene that you saw in the first the last episode like different perspective yeah but this one there is no there's no different perspective and there's a couple like that where it's like why are we watching this again yeah it's just there to remind you where where the where it is like where they went in the story yeah like i i got annoyed i just rewatching this last time i remember being annoyed for this one but then the next episode i'm totally fine with it which is weird it was like even though they kind of do the same thing, but we'll get to that. But anyway, yeah, yeah I like the backstory part, but not when it's um, keeping you from the cliffhanger they left you on. True, that's just annoying. So uh, Locke calls to Kate a little bit before finally using the lo- the vines to lower himself down in the hatch. <laughs> as we cut to black and we get the <laughs> title card, and then we go back to the ocean. As Sora continues to beat to beat on Michael, uh, who finally spits up water, and Sora looks like pretty happy for a second. Uh, Michael then immediately shows his gratitude for Sora by you know like for saving his life by hugging him. He's like, "Thank you so much." Oh wait, 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 no. He pushes Sawyer off while screaming, "Where the hell's my son?" <laughs> Except he didn't yell it like like David Bell. But yeah. <laughs> As we get a, <laughs> Erica handles the the woos now. Yeah, apparently. Uh, and then flashback to Michael at a lawyer's office and, and get a very obvious look at the World Trade Center towers. Did oh, you guys notice that? I didn't notice Did that. you not notice that? No. I didn't okay, notice I only that. noticed it because of trivia stuff. Apparently it wasn't very stuff. obvious. What? Apparently it wasn't very obvious. No, it's it's pretty obvious. If you, like, watch it enough, apparently, so you're looking at the everything else that's going on in the scene, because, like, it's, like, right to the left. And anyway... But yes, not super obvious. It's not like it's not like they. <laughs> it's not like it was like Michael looking out the window and it's just like right at the towers. Yeah, it's like look the World Trade Center. Look at those <laughs> yeah, twin exactly. towers right there in the middle of this shot. <laughs> in the in the middle of this pre nine pre two thousand one shot. Yes, exactly. But no, huh? because this it, they're basically like telling you when well, the, when it takes, to place. Tell you it takes place. Yeah, before. it takes place before two thousand one. Well, it could have took place in early two thousand one, Aaron. September tenth, well, I mean, two thousand one. What wasn't? What wasn't? It, yeah, what wasn't three exactly. though? So, because <laughs> this was in two thousand four. So unless Walt like ages, which might be one of his powers, you never know. Yeah, he just ages like a like a like Benjamin Button, but the other way, but and faster. like Jack from the movie Jack. Yeah, exactly, exactly. So anyway, um, so he's there because he's trying to get uh, Walt back from Susan. But the lawyer, te- the, the lawyer tells him that Susan wants Michael to relinquish his rights as Walt's father so that Brian can adopt him. Michael's like, F that, we gotta stop this. So his lawyer is pretty upfront with them, like, telling him that he's basically like, I know you're poor as, like, poor as hell, and going forward with this is gonna cost a lot of money. He basically, like, insults himself as a lawyer, where he's like, dude, you're in my office. Well, he did yeah. get his name wrong. Me. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> exactly, he got it's his like, name wrong. I don't know your name. You barely have any money. Obviously, because you're in my office, why are you going forward with this? He's being yeah. honest. I appreciate he's, he's that he's being one. honest. Yeah. Yeah. Sorry. He then asked Michael if he's sure he wants to go go through with it. Michael's like, uh, yeah, he's, he's my son. Give me back my son. Sorry. I think that's ransom. That is ransom. But anyway. Give me back my <laughs> son. 
saw that in theaters. <laughs> Anyways, so did I. Yeah. We we did we didn't get another. Oh, <laughs> you are not on top this. of it tonight. Uh, um, uh, no, she's she's looking at her notes. I'll just do, I'll start doing that. I didn't write whoosh in my notes, so <laughs> it's not uh, apparently. Yeah, you don't fucked up. It. Yeah, we we, uh, we then get one another one of those, and we go back to Michael walting it up before saying his other catchphrase. They took my son, <laughs> which we should we might need to start. Like I'm, I was almost tempted because of how many times he says it in this in the next episode. I think the next episode too. Whereas, like, you could probably add that to the count for later, too. <laughs> or just now, how many times Walt, Michael says, the, just Walt? Oh, no. There's, we'd be like uh, 30, 20. Well, I, <laughs> I think you need an, an over under on how long he says Walt in one time. <laughs> like, you know, does he say Walt for more than seven seconds in a row? Yeah, you want the over under. How, ca- how many capital A's are in that when, <laughs> yeah. you, when you write it out? Uh, okay, so. So he kind of tells him that uh, yelling from is pointless, and Michael's basically like, "What?" Right in his face, <laughs> <laughs> which would have didn't happen, but would have been great. He's like, "What are you doing? This is he can't hear you." What did he say? He said something about like, "No, well, it's like he's probably well, wrapped up yeah, in a blanket, wrapped on a blanket, nice and warm with hot cocoa." Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, anyway, he's doing great. <laughs> exactly. We then go back to the hatch as Locke reaches the bottom of the <laughs> shaft. <laughs> so. Uh, <laughs> Sorry, he he makes his way through the. Sh- no, that we already got that. We're gonna makes start. Way- we're gonna start having to take uh, counts on how many times Aaron says "shaft." Mm-hmm. And uh, I mean, after I'll, it. I'll work it into every episode. Then he he makes his way through it and uh, like starts making his way through the hatch as we see the kind of the same stuff that Jack saw in the first episode. We also see him take his shoes off, which I'm ninety nine percent sure he did because he was making too much noise. Yeah, I put down he's always uh, on his game for being a tracker and a hunter. Yeah, because at first I was I had to, I had to rewatch the scene because he kind of like takes him off, and then I was like, wait, I missed it. And then I think it's because he started squeaking. Nah, I think he's just like an old white guy, and he's like, hmm, I'm here now. This is my home. <laughs> like I'm just <laughs> gonna take my shoes for off for the Colonizer? last episode. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Well, would you say he was, he was being respectful? I said if I felt like it was a reverence kind of thing where he was being respectful and he took off his shoes before uh, walking in. Nah, I think he was being the tracker hunter yeah. guy. Like, he didn't want him to hear. He needed to, like, yeah, be I'm stealth. Sure. I don't know. My only thought this whole time was you just took off your shoes and now there's a bunch of water leaking. Now your socks are wet. <laughs> like, that's the whole time I was thinking. I was like, damn, that's got to be uncomfortable. Yeah, take off. Your, who wears socks without shoes? Socks I don't like shoes. it either. It's, yeah, you're just walking around gross. with socks oh, on. It depends. I, I if I just if I after I take a shower and just put lotion on my feet and I'm gonna be walking around, I'll put socks on just so I'm like you know. So you don't my bite it. Get like get like <laughs> stuff sticking to my feet with like oh. fresh lotion on there. Yeah, I think it depends on what kind of floors are around. Because if there's wood floors, I'm wearing socks all day because those are fun to slide around. Well, on. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> especially if you just watched. Um, do 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 like, do yeah. do do. <laughs> Uh, what the f- risky business? Thank you. Risky business. Especially if you just watch risky business, then yeah. But I don't know. This- risky, risky business in it all over the floor. Exactly. <laughs> Seriously, that's risky business. Yeah, I know. Yeah, oh, sliding around. Slide <laughs> maybe yeah. <laughs> maybe that was the <laughs> the real title call- for the yeah, movie. That's why I was named that. Uh, so. Uh, <laughs> I wonder how many outtakes there are of him just eating shit. I'm <laughs> Sliding into the frame couple. and just like, keeps going. 
So <laughs> just add like the Wilhelm scream in it every time it keeps going. <laughs> so he then notices the Dharma logo on the, I think it was a fuse box mm-hmm. before making his way into the kitchen area. He pulls down the string or he like undraws the curtains. I don't know what the opposite word for that. And he notices blinds. the artificial the blinds, yeah. Then he art, art, notices the artificial light coming through and then finds Kate. She wakes up and then Desmond pointing a gun at him. Desmond asks him, Are you him? Sorry. Are you him? That's not even close. <laughs> but as we uh, cut back to the the raft remains. I thought when he first said, said, are you him? I was kind of thinking if he knew Jack was there and was like, are you him? Like if he was asking if he was Jack, but because they had already met. I don't know. Mm. I was thinking maybe he's like, who knows? Who knows with this island? But I thought yeah. maybe he knew Jack was there and was waiting for him. So, yeah, so we cut back to Sawyer, who is calling for Jin. Michael starts pulling him. Sorry, this is written weird. Michael starts pulling a Michael by blaming other people for stuff when he uh, he tells Sawyer that Sawyer made him fire the flare. He then gives another, uh, they took my son, because that's two. <laughs> so uh, Sawyer kind of starts defending himself. So Michael tells him to get off the piece of raft that they're on as something slams into it. Sawyer pulls out the gun. Michael tells him it won't work because it was underwater. And then Sawyer ends up dropping a bunch of the bullets because a shark just slams into the raft again. And Michael mentions that the shark is hanging out because Sawyer's bleeding. <laughs> what? I just like his response. Uh, his response is, I'll just stop bleeding then. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> just like, what do you mean? I just like the way they're bickering throughout yeah. this whole thing. This is like the worst like married couple fight ever <laughs> throughout this whole thing. Uh, Sawyer reminds him that he was shot because he's like, I'm trying to, I was trying to save your son. Well, I don't think he says it right then. I think he waits to say it. But anyway, he's like, I was trying to save your son. And then kind of starts paddling their piece of raft to another piece of raft and gets on that one. As we get another whoosh. <laughs> uh, we flash back to the hearing about Walt with Susan's lawyer asking Michael questions about him. So she asks him why he hasn't seen Walt in 14 months. Michael says because Susan took him. And this lady's just good at her job. Yeah. Like. She's she's as much as a bitch as uh, Susan is. <laughs> mm. She's just grilling him, though. I was like, damn, she's doing good. Yeah. So she reminds him that uh, that Susan paid for his hospital bills as Michael tries to talk to Susan, who I know you guys hate, but like she actually does look guilty and like for what's going on at that point. Right there. True. <clears throat> She's not going to stop, though. Like, yeah, she knows she's wrong. That's even worse. She knows she's wrong and she just keeps doing it. I mean, I've done that before, but not taking a little kid away. But, you know, yeah. Who who would want a kid like (laughs) (laughs) like like, oh, you're going to take a child away from me? Like, Jill. I think it's just a power trip for her. Yeah, Mm. sorry. I I understand. Um, Yeah, but on the reverse. Anyway, go ahead. But yeah, like. I don't know. It, it it seemed like at least what they were setting up for the scene was like, what was his first words? It's like, shit, I don't know. Like, I wasn't there. She's been keeping him away from me. Like, how the fuck am I supposed to know? Like, what if I went and like broke into their place to see my kid? Then I'm going to fucking jail. You know, like what the fuck am I supposed to do at this point? Yeah, which I think they were trying to... She, yeah, so she basically... Susan's lawyer asks, starts asking personal personal questions about Walt, which just kind of makes Michael look dumb for not knowing. True. But also kind of yeah. proven a point that you you haven't been there. Why, why, basically, it was like a why why do you why why do you want him if you don't know all this stuff about him? Yeah. Which is good lawyering. 
true. Yeah. But Erica looks conflicted. I just think there's a difference between wanting something because you feel you're owed it and wanting something because you actually want the responsibility. And like, You don't think he wants the responsibility? I can't tell because I feel like sometimes I, I think he, he does, does. But then sometimes I feel like he wants to just have him because he no. wants to win. I think he does want him. I think Susan does a good job of making him feel like he can't take care of him. And so he's... Like, okay, you're going to do better. You're going to. And so he's conflicted. Like if. Like the first thing he does when he actually gets custody of him is he calls his mom and asks his mom to take him. Like you've been wanting this kid for how many years now? And you finally got him. And the first thing you do is try to pawn him off on somebody else. I, but I think at that point, what he's, how old is he? 10? It's been 10 years. He doesn't know what to do at that point. I don't know. He definitely could have done more because if he had stopped her at the beginning he wouldn't be in the position and he could have but she just keeps convincing him that he can't do anything to take care of him everybody you know his situation is different i just he he's not able to care for him the way well provide for him the way she can provide for him and he probably feels guilty about that and maybe he should have done more to stop her, but he thought he was doing right by what he did, letting him go. True. I wouldn't let my kids go, but, <clears throat> but you know, I would let yeah. I would let your kids go, but also I don't know them, so <laughs> thank you. Um, Please let them go. <laughs> I would let them go to you. I'd be like, yeah, <laughs> thank you. Let their mom have them. Uh, like, who are you? Like, don't even worry about it. <laughs> Like, obviously, you haven't listened to the podcast, so your opinion yeah. doesn't matter. Unless they've listened to the podcast. I don't know. Have they? No, they don't. Okay. Well, Rude. it's really cool that you're doing this and have kids because many years down the line, like, they'll be able to listen to this. And, like, when I'm dead. Uh, sure. When you're dead or when you're or alive. Jail. Yeah. Or in jail. Or in jail. After getting your t- kids taken away from you. Yeah. Like, you put them candy for dinner, like, straight to jail. Um, but they'll be able to like, you know, listen to their mom on a podcast. So, uh, I think I can that's show cool. my grandkids one day. Oh my God. I don't want grandkids. Shit. <laughs> well, I'm not old enough for that. Have, am I? You shouldn't have had as many kids as you had. Your, your odds for grandkids are greatly yeah. pretty good. <laughs> per child. <sighs> Okay, oh, God. So let's stop talking about this. We then get another. Whoosh. <laughs> and uh, go back to the ocean as Sawyer begins trying to, uh, to take the bullet out of his arm with his hands, which he eventually manages to do and then asks for a band aid before passing out. My my only comment on this was, fuck off, Michael. Yeah. What was he? He was yelling at him that it was not to do it, right? Yeah, he's just being annoying. Yeah. He was being very passive, like, you can't do that yourself. He's like, well, what else am I going to do? It's like, mm, you know. Yeah. But also, <laughs> if you get shot, don't remove the bullet. That's also yeah. bad. And Why? Because you start bleeding out. The bullet stops the like the bleeding. Yeah, pretty much. Like let a doctor do that. Plus, I'm pretty sure sticking your like dirty little fingers yeah, in your true. arm Can wasn't a good idea. Yeah. Uh, we then cut to the hatch as Desmond asks Locke, "Are you him?" Nope. I'll get it. Don't. I got some more lines. Anyway, as Locke tell Locke said, he's like, uh, "Yep." And so Desmond looks relieved for a second before asking who Kate is, and then asking, what did one snowman say to the other? 
That's, that's is that Irish or Scottish? Yeah, that's not bad. It's better. It's closer. Is that that that's sounded Shrek. like that's not, that that I mean that he's Scottish, so Yeah. Um that sounded kinda like uh the show with the rock. Not the actual the rock, rock, the actor, the, 30 the rock you wa- the one that you guys watch. Outlander? Yeah, that one with that magical <laughs> rock. Isn't that isn't there a magical rock that they touch and they travel time there travels? Is. There's that magical... didn't sound like that. Isn't there a magical rock that they touch? They yeah, there is. Some time there travel? Is. See, it, yeah. it sounds ridiculous. I'm sorry. Is that funny? That's the that's the story. <laughs> anyway, that's like, show you watch with the magical rock. Yeah, it's like, like I didn't know the rock was in a Scottish movie. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> do, do you smell what the rock is cooking? <laughs> anyway. <laughs> <laughs> I guess that's what he's cooking. All right, let's move on. <laughs> so anyway, uh, so Desmond figures out, uh, figures out Locke is lying when he tells him Locke's like I don't know, and Desmond uh, he demands Locke's knife. Kate mentions that they're in a plane crash, and Locke tells him it was forty four days ago. Desmond tells Kate to tie Locke up as he notices a bunch of uh, as Locke notices like a bunch of tally marks on the wall. Uh, so Locke mentions that Kate's a fugitive and that she should be tied up. So Desmond has him do that, which uh, he does and then shoves her into the closet. But he also, like, before he does that, he also, I couldn't tell. I've watched it a few times, but he like puts, a knife. yeah, he puts a knife in her, in her pants, which, I mean, like, literally, it's sexy. Not, it's like a sex joke or anything, which would be a weird <laughs> sex joke. Anyway. Yeah, like, John and all this is super annoying. He acts like an old guy who has a sage wisdom. Or has all the sage wisdom, but it turns out he's kind of dumb. He just thinks he knows everything because he's an old white guy, and old white guys think the world revolves around them. As someone <laughs> once said, he has all the confidence of a mediocre white man. That's what Locke totally has in this shit. It's just like, I'm not the one to worry about. She is. She's a fugitive. And then later on, he's like, oh, you don't, uh, you, there's no need for that gun. It's like, shut the fuck up, man. Like, who the fuck are you? Like, don't try to, like, be all condescending or say all this weird shit like fuck's wrong with you shut up i think he i think he did that to kate partly because i think she knew like he he knew that she would get out of it especially when he put that thing like especially because he had that but uh, like sorry i'm not trying to shit on your point because i have this written down for later but especially because like also i think mainly because he wanted to ask desmond questions i think at best he was also trying to protect her because he's like, if she's locked in a closet, she's away from getting a gun pointed at her. True. I think he's just a privileged white guy that thinks he knows everything. I agree. <laughs> yep. Totally with Joe. Yeah. He also <laughs> thought he also gave her a knife and thought she was capable enough to get herself free. Oh, obviously. for sure. Yeah, but she's right. way Otherwise more capable. He though. Her a knife. She's way more capable than he is. Yeah, he's that's just, what I was saying. Like, that thing is part of why he did it. Yeah. I mean, sure, but I mean, he acts like this. The entire time, and there's a lot more we'll talk about the next episode about him Holier being a fucking now. yeah. I feel like he's gonna side with Vanessa on the next one. Privileged old I, white guy. Yeah, I don't mm-hmm. think he wanted to be locked in the closet away from all the action. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, he's like Jack in that way. I mean, shit, the way he treated fucking Peg Bundy, maybe he was locked in the closet <laughs> this entire time. <laughs> shit. Okay, so. <laughs> uh, we uh yeah we then get another scene we okay sorry so we then get an, another scene from the last episode with Jack telling Hurley that he's gonna he's going to the hatch after all uh we then see a quick convo between Charlie and Claire as she finds his mother Teresa's statue which she doesn't know is full of heroin um 
then go back to the ocean as Sawyer mentions that the other's boat was a smaller boat and probably came from the island. Who was that? That was one of you two that mentioned that. Like, was it Vanessa that mentioned it during the season finale? It was um, one of you two that I don't think it. so, or I was just too drunk, I don't remember. We, uh, yeah, so he, uh... Mentions that there was a smaller boat, probably came from the island, and that Rousse- uh, and then he says that Rousseau mentioned that they were coming for the kid, and that kid was Walt, damn it, and it's Michael's fault that the raft was blown up. Michael gives us another, they took my son, before <laughs> splashing Sawyer with water, which makes him kind of move around enough that his piece of raft breaks up, so he swims over to Michael's piece. What did he say before that? Because what I wrote down was... LOL, what are you going to do, splash me? Oh, yeah, because yeah, that's what he tells he him. Did. He's like, what are you going to do, splash me? So Michael starts <laughs> splashing him. That was funny. Uh, so, okay, so I wanted to say this for the end, but I'm going to mention it right now because it's a good place to bring it up. But apparently this wasn't originally supposed to be a Michael episode. Originally this was supposed to be a Sawyer episode, and they'd actually filmed most of his flashback scenes, but they didn't like the way it was turning out. So they abandoned it and make made abandoned it and made it a Michael episode instead. I think it makes more sense as a Michael episode think they're both pretty like like prominent prominent characters well like especially for like this whole like they're part of the story yeah but michael is you know crazy about walt right now so it makes sense for his flashbacks to be in there it was at least an easy i'm assuming it was at least an easy switch to that to to do his but so i have more info about at the end but I was thinking that right here definitely would have worked for setting up a flashback for Sawyer because yeah. Michael says, you have no idea what it's like to care about uh, for like someone else. And then yeah. it cuts to Sawyer, but then it cuts back to Michael. So I just, oh. I'm assuming like, no, it's, sorry. It's, it pans over to Sawyer. You see his face after he says that. And then it, and then it cuts away and it cuts back to Michael. But I'm trying to think what kind of flashback. Well, it would have ended up being like something like him showing him with probably like a girl, but. That's what I was thinking. Yeah. So, but I was thinking a future flashback that I like for a later episode. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, but yeah, but no, I I have pictures and stuff for the because they did f- end up oh. filming it. Yeah, maybe it was Sawyer caring about Michael's kid. Yeah, exactly. It was just a flashback oh, to it earlier. Spoilers earlier scene in the season <laughs> or in the last season. He's he's adopting Walt. Yeah, <laughs> he's actually Brian. <laughs> That's the con all along. <laughs> Okay, so we get another. He's my son. <laughs> we get another. Oh, whoosh. And uh, flashback to the boardroom meeting place. Again, as Michael enters the room that Susan is hanging out in alone, and she says she wants to talk without the lawyers. She tells him that she thinks he's going to win the case and then asks him why he's doing this. Michael responds basically with the version of, they took my son. But he's like, he- he's my son. Minus the, they took it. He should have just been like, you, they, they took you took my son anyway susan is like okay sure dude and then reminds him that he's still on disability and about to be evicted from his apartment she then pulls like kind of a weird move by saying that he needs to take care of himself so he can get back to his art because he's talented he's like she's like you're super talented which even if she like which even if he does like that's strange to say because unless you're lucky there's no way you're making money as an artist yeah which is just weird because she just gave him shit about being poor yeah She's a master gaslighter. Exactly. So I was like, basically, she's basically encouraging him to pursue something that she knows is going to keep him that way. Mm-hmm. Although if mm. she's trying to get Walt, that's probably the best way to do it. Just be like, you got to get back to your art. like Building showers. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. <laughs> He's a sculptor. I mean, uh, it, if they were still together, that would have worked out perfectly. She's making all the money. Like, yeah. Doing lawyer shit. 
Yeah. She's a partner in something. I assume that's yeah, lawyer. Yeah, she's a lawyer. I think she's a lawyer. Um, and then he does like art stuff, and then boom. Because you know what the number one thing for a successful artist is? Being rich. rich. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> that's how you get Billboard dead. <laughs> I don't know what that is, but that's I'm ask Laura. She knows what it is. Mary Kate and Ashley Olsen <laughs> reference. Uh, yeah, he's uh, a sculptor. Uh, okay, <laughs> like I like how even Vanessa is like. <sighs> I, I, honestly, I have no idea what she's talking about either. <laughs> yeah, like <laughs> anyway, a good, that's a good movie. She um, so she tells him that it's going to be hard pursuing his art. Uh, be- with Walt being part of his life and Michael says that he'll do it because Walt's his responsibility and Susan's pretty much like well then let him go stupid and then hands him papers to sign like the the sign release forms I guess I don't those probably aren't the right words release she, forms for his kid <laughs> <laughs> like, that's pretty much what like it's like a like a form to go on a field trip or yeah something. it's like release forms so like she he can let him go to a field trip to Which Australia. he's like basically seems to accept. We then get another whoosh and go back to Kate in the closet of the hatch as she frees her. Wait, do you have any guys have any comments for that last one? Sorry, kind of skipped over it. No, uh, every scene with Susan, I just write down Susan's a bitch. I, I mean, she makes an okay point, she just does it in a very manipulative way for that scene. Yeah. With, with especially when I noticed that art thing, I was like, yeesh. Uh, I mean, she's not wrong that he's poor but that's no excuse to give up your kid i mean i don't want to say it's no excuse because i i know people give their kids up for adoption to give them a better life whatever but he wants his kid yeah yeah see that that's the weird thing it's just like why does he have to give up his kid for adoption like why does brian have to adopt it as his kid yeah why not just like you know brian be his fucking stepdad yeah, let him see him during the summer. We'll send him there for a couple weeks like normal people. Like, let him see his kid. My favorite You're part so is dramatic. how Joe just called Walt it. Why does he have to... Ad- <laughs> why Why can't Brian just adopt it? Like, you know? <laughs> yeah. Well. <laughs> okay. So yeah. <laughs> we then go back to Kate in the closet of the hatch. As she frees herself with the knife that locks stuck in her pants, then turns on the lights and notices she's in the food pantry, which is just has the Dharma logo all over it, which I promise we'll get to at the end, Vanessa. Thank and, you. And uh, she ends up grabbing an Apollo bar, which Erica's got a smile about because she's mentioned it to Vanessa before, right? Yeah. That it's in a different it, show. It's in Once Upon a Time. Yeah. Apollo? Yeah, the Apollo bars. It's one of the Easter eggs from Lost that they put in all the time in the show. I have to go back and look now. That's why I was saying, I want you to finish this show before you do a rewatch of that show. Because okay. you're going to notice I so will. much more. Okay. Uh, so she puts a bunch of them in her in her back pocket and then climbs into the vent. Like a vent in the ceiling that leads into the air ducts. Uh, so then over in the kitchen, Locke tells Desmond about the crash. And Desmond seems just amazed that the world didn't end. <laughs> John asks if Desmond ever leaves the hatch. But Desmond kind of ignores him and asks Locke how many of the survivors have gotten sick. And Locke tells him no one. So we then hear a beeping. So Desmond has Locke plug some numbers in, into the computer, which is kind of funny that those numbers have absolutely no meaning to Locke whatsoever. They're just random numbers. Whereas, like, if it was Hurley, you go to probably, like, freaked out a little bit. Yeah, also when he's entering them, 
there's spaces between the numbers, so he enters the four, and there's automatic space, because he doesn't press spacebar, I watched. And oh, he doesn't? Yeah. No. no. Nope. Eight, well, no, he, a space. he does that in the in the season premiere, though. Because he's entering, I, I, I made sure to watch it, because I was like, wait, what's he doing? Because he, he hits four, and then hits space, eight, space. Well, Locke like, doesn't do that, at least from the sound of it. Oh, okay. So, boy, I hope somebody gets fired for that blunder. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> anyway, uh, Locke lock presses execute and uh, the countdown timer just resets. But, like, he seems kind of like he's kind of like questioning it right before he does it. And he's like, what's this do? He's like, just press the fucking button, man. Desmond, just press the button. Anyway, better. So, uh, yeah, thanks. So just as we hear Jack, uh, that just then we hear Jack calling out and like, hooray, we're almost to the end of the last episode. Almost there. <laughs> <laughs> so Locke tells them that it's their doctor and Desmond watches him in the telescope mirror thingy and Desmond mentions that Jack has a gun so he turns on the music in the vent Kate watches as Jack walks up to the computer and then calls him but he can't hear over the music okay so real quick sorry I can't remember if we mentioned this in the last episode because I was apparently trashed but is and I'm assuming it was a little bit of the mixture of that and the recording at 3.30 in the fucking morning oh yeah but <laughs> yeah (laughs) Um, but yes we did talk about this okay cool so basically she's calling to him in that in this episode you can hear it in the last episode if if you you listen listen to it yeah listen to it through headphones and you have the subtitles on you can hear you can see it you can see it but you can also like oh i yeah i remember you saying something about subtitles and i was like Mm -hmm. i always have my subtitles you said you weren't paying attention i think I wasn't reading the subtitles. Yeah. So you can hear her. Uh, I could hear because I was typing when it happened, but I had the headphones on. You can kind of hear it because I was also like looking for it too. But yeah. you can hear it like you can definitely faintly, hear it very faintly yelling. Yeah. But anyway, so we get to the uh, last scene of the previous episode, which mm-hmm. uh, with Jack demanding to see Kate, Desmond firing his gun towards the vent, which almost hits Kate, and then finally Jack giving Locke shit before recognizing Desmond. And how awesome would it have been if the episode would have ended right here again? Mm-hmm. I, w- I would have fought somebody. <laughs> that would have. Would have been great. <laughs> no. Because <laughs> the first time I watched it, I had to look at my like. I, th- I looked at the clock. I was like, "You got to be fucking kidding me." <laughs> okay, cool. At least we got another ten minutes left. I mean, honestly, the ending of this episode was the only new thing I saw. Basically, so I mean, you saw all their stuff from from like the Des- like d- yeah, no, the from, well, the raft perspective. Yeah, the raft, the flashbacks. Yeah, don't even get me started. <laughs> but uh, we then go to back to the water as Sawyer notices part of the pontoon begins to paddle towards it, which ends up breaking up the raft a little bit. But and Sawyer falls to the water. He then hands Michael the gun and tells him to shoot the shark as he makes a break for the pontoon. The shark fin services. Michael tries firing before it misfires or something, and he ends up unloading a few rounds. Hitting the shark, although it would have been probably kind of funny if that was Sawyer, but, you know. I think they make you left wondering for a second. Yeah, for a second. Yeah. And I don't know if you noticed this, but one of the underwater shots when the shark swims by, there's definitely a Dharma logo on the shark. Uh, I did. Damn it. You said, did notice you guys that? You all noticed that? I, I thought said, that was super yeah. clever. What the fuck? The shark has a Dharma symbol? <laughs> How did no. you notice that? I, no. I have that, I have that in the trivia. But like, there's no way I noticed that. The only reason, the only way reason I noticed that was because I would go on the internet after the episodes ended. Oh, I, noticed. I noticed it. It was pretty. I mean, it was kind of blurry because it was underwater. But 
Sharks don't you have, to have rewind it? tattoos on their. No, I <laughs> I noticed it the first time, and I was like, the fuck, like no, what is this a machine? But then they shot it, and there's blood. I don't know, but why does it have a Dharma symbol? It's like a tramp stamp for a shark. Fucking <laughs> 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 HD tv because there's no way i noticed it back then on that yeah i mean i've watched this show various times and even watched it in hd probably two three years ago and didn't notice it and then yeah. notice it now i watched it on my laptop even better because it's smaller picture so you know it's true yeah um anyway so uh shark fin so Sawyer ends up making it to the uh pontoon as michael climbs aboard it we then flashback to a park in New York City as Susan brings little little Walt to meet Michael little to Walt. say goodbye. <laughs> and Walt definitely doesn't know who Michael is because he is shy as F. Michael gives him a teddy bear, specifically a polar bear, which was just kind of a great joke. Mm. Uh, he then yeah. gets – we then get Michael saying goodbye to him and telling him that he'll always love him. Uh, Susan and Walt then walk away as we go back to the ocean where it's morning and Michael just kind of starts breaking down and then crying a little bit. Because, like, Sora wakes up and asks if he's okay. And Michael, like, finally, like, admits. He's like, it was my fault that Walt was taken because I shouldn't have brought him with me. And. Yeah, I agree. Exactly. But that he's going to go get him back because, damn it, they took my son. He didn't actually say it that time. That's just me. But anyway, so uh, Sora then notices the curse. Sora kind of, like, is like, hey, man, it's it's okay. Before noticing that the current brought them back to the island and we cut to uh, them arriving on the beach as they hear Jin yelling somewhere in the distance. Jin then comes running out of the jungle with his hands tied behind his back as they try to untie him. As he keeps like he keeps like saying others, oh, like saying something that sounds like others before he finally like says others, which made me wonder if that was one of the things that Sun put in his English book mm-hmm. just in case. But he was like having a hard time because he's panicked. I think everybody's been saying the others so much. He just he's yeah, got, he's got it. Yeah, I, f- I felt it was like a others English motherfucker. Do you speak it? I'm saying others. <laughs> Jin mentions towards the jungle as we see the silhouettes of five people headed out headed towards them with some big ass pony sticks before cutting like the black loss like boom thing and man while we're while we're watching it this time i realized this is probably one of my favorite cliffhanger type endings for this whole show especially because of how the rest of it i was frustrated with it and then you get that you're like oh yeah Stuff's about to, yeah. uh, 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 like, Macho Man Randy Savage. Like, oh, yeah. Yeah, brother. Stuff's about to, stuff's about to go I, down. I was wondering if we, like, jumped to The Walking Dead or something. <laughs> that is what it looked like with their yeah. weapons. And yeah, I've never even, I think I've seen three episodes of that show, and I was like, that's The Walking Dead right there. Yeah, that's probably, you should probably just stick with those three, by the way. <laughs> but, yeah. Okay. <laughs> uh, okay, let's start off with the flashback character, Michael. Who this episode was obviously about, but I think maybe mostly because the flashback was about him. Like, am I wrong with that? I get that it was originally supposed to be about Sawyer, but like you could easily have swapped, like Vanessa was saying, swapped the two characters out. It, you could have had a flashback ep- like with this with either Michael or Sawyer, or even Locke. not so much maybe Locke, but like, yeah, actually, kind of, kind of Locke too. So like this episode was kind of whatever, but anyway. I would have preferred a flashback of the shark, but, you know. Or Desmond. <laughs> yeah, uh, yeah I, I agree. Just <laughs> I would have preferred a flashback of the shark as well. Like how, how he got his tattoo. Tattoo scene. Yeah, yeah exactly. How he got his tattoo. Uh, so from, and then from the last episode, the last Michael episode in this one, it kind of feels like they have a hard time coming with coming up with new ideas for Michael's backstory. 
which kind of sucks because I think Harold Perrineau actually does a pretty good job when they actually do use him correctly and when he's not shouting for Walter acting like in like a hot-headed asshole. Mm-hmm. When is he not? He that's that that last scene that last scene when him saying goodbye to, um, to Walt was good. Yeah. The, I uh, had to get up and change water on my tanks because it was making me a little <laughs> misty. Ed, a little bit. <laughs> or about the time he was like in prison, but I think that's just him from the show Oz. So I don't think they have a <laughs> race to that. When he's getting stabbed by John Leguizamo. Yeah, exactly. What's that from? That's Romeo and Juliet. <laughs> oh, yeah. It's because he gets a scratch. Yeah. It's a scratch. <laughs> Mar- Marcuccio? Yeah, it's, it's Mark Marcuccio. <laughs> it's actually Mark Uccio. Anyway, uh, Vanessa? Mike, thoughts? Mike thoughts on Michael. Um, this episode made me dislike him. Um, not completely, but more it made me, you know, sway a little bit. Just he was so whiny and blaming Sawyer for yeah. everything when it, Sawyer was right. It was his idea for everything. Like he's blaming Sawyer for this and that. And he's the one that wanted to build the raft. He's the one that wanted to go. He wanted to take his son. Like you put yourself in this situation. Stop blaming everybody else. Yes. So, like Erica was saying, do you guys feel that during his flashbacks that Michael ever really, really, really wanted Walt? He seems like, like like what Erica was saying, he seems like during his first flashback when he's when she's pregnant and they're kind of breaking up, like he kind of did. But then obviously during the last one that we watched when he's trying to dump Michael off on his mom. And then during this one, he kind of seemed like he was trying to get him back just being stubborn, yeah, like just like Eric was saying, like, yeah, exactly, like kid, to win the I want fight, him, and I want to win this because fight. he's probably mad, maybe mad at Susan or something like that. Just like, I, no, I, I, I didn't, or get that, that he th- thinks it's what he should be doing. I, I definitely felt sorry for him, and I there was one scene I teared up on. I think it was when he was saying, because I can see picture myself in this situation. Hopefully not, but. He can hear, he was saying, he can hear me. I want him to know I am still here. I am going to come looking for him. I'm yelling so he knows I'm alive, that I haven't given up. Yeah. And I don't think, I I don't doubt that he's ever wanted him or wanted to give him up or he, he probably didn't make the best choices, but he does love his son. He has wanted to be there. He has yeah. wanted him in his life, and he just, it's just a hot-headed and blaming other people. Just own up to your mistakes and stop, like, let's fix the situation and try to solve things instead of, Sawyer's not the problem. Sawyer is the only one making sense. But, yeah, I mean, he does kind of do that at the end of the episode, though. Um, yeah. kind of comes to that realization. So I think he's just, uh, I agree with all that, but I think he also needs to kind of work out his feelings and he does that i yeah. mean in a very dickish way to sawyer but it's not like sawyer's like you know uh gandhi <laughs> gandhi or anything you know yeah. um you know he's also a fucking button pusher but uh i yeah, think he, he eventually is. gets there and he's like oh man i did fuck up my bad um sorry for taking out on you let's go fucking crack skulls and get my son back whose name i forget yeah <laughs> um, Erica, 
I was just saying, I do think that'd be funny if that was like the ultimate con with Sawyer. Where it was like, Trying surprise, to... I'm Brett the whole time. <laughs> <laughs> Turns out we're Eskimo brothers. <laughs> so, uh, okay, so I was, I was reading an AV Club review f- for this episode for, before I watched it and then mentioned, uh, they mentioned that this, the part of the problem that they had with this episode is that it doesn't really give any new information or any sort of character development. Which I can definitely see because this whole episode is basically kind of reiterating what happened in in his last flashback, like yeah. from his lawyer telling him that Susan wants to give up the like he wants Susan wants him to give up the rights to Walt, which I swear happened in the last episode, but I think it was just her mentioning like he wants to adopt him. Yeah, and that's kind of what I said in my what I wrote down and kind of my overall assessment was even in the flashbacks like we basically already knew this he's been saying the same thing the whole time he wants his son whatever we we basically knew this already happened without seeing it yeah we didn't need to see it again mm-hmm. it it makes me wonder how bad sawyer's flashback was <laughs> like the one that they originally planned if this is what they like i don't have a problem this episode's fine when you watch it in like binge style but like yeah, the, it's it's basically the same thing as they were doing before. Yeah, it's yeah. reiterating some points, but it's not really yeah. offering anything new. So, but then yeah, uh, so moving on to Sawyer, like I can tell, kind of tell he feels bad about what happened with Walt, but honestly, I don't think he did anything wrong. Which he didn't. He got shot trying to help his kid. But any thoughts on Sawyer? Uh, it made me like I'm. I'm already. I didn't dislike him too much. He's kind of an ass sometimes, but it made me like him even more just because he's the only one looking for Jen. You can see he cares for Walt. He cares for Michael. It's like he puts up this wall where he's, you know, this lone wolf. But when it comes down to it, he's going to fight for the people that are his friends and, you know, his community and try to do what's right. And he does care for people. Yes. True. I agree. Also, hey, there was gonna... not enough sunshine in him taking off his shirt in this episode. Just saying. He, I, I was kind of jealous of Michael when he got the mouth to mouth. But. <laughs> <laughs> I would have liked a shirtless scene, too. Thanks. He just rips off his shirt and starts doing chest compressions. Uh, why, why do you have to leave his shirt on the whole time? This shirt is too shoulder. restricting. Yes, yeah. Yeah. I mean, how are you going to pull a bullet out with your shirt salon, bro? Yeah, yeah. Like, let's get with this. Exactly. Swam better everything. With God that damn. full moon just glistening down on <laughs> yeah. his body. Um, he's very, for any Dark Tower fans out there, he's very Roland Deshane in this episode. Trying to be the lone wolf, but... Like, not so much. We see it there, dude. Yeah. yeah. Need your content. I know none of you in this episode know what I'm talking about, but for the fans out there, reach out to the podcast and tell us you agree with me if you're also sure. a Dark Tower we fan. We have two fans, and at least we one of them has probably maybe heard of this. fans. Yeah, maybe one. I don't know. Your mom know what he's talking about? <laughs> My sister won't. <laughs> Those are our two fans. It's, it's, it's Vanessa's mom and Erica's sister. And okay. That's it. Well, it's this fantasy sci-fi western series by Stephen King, and it's amazing. And my mom does like Stephen King. Well, so there you go. go. Oh, yeah. That's the yeah. one fan. She knows what you're talking about. It was fifty-fifty. Yeah. Well, she should just write in what book she's read and maybe connect her with me, and we'll talk about Stephen King all day. So. She will. 
really? Don't tempt her. You'll be like, don't tempt her. Don't tempt Communicating me. back and forth all day, I swear. Man, I'm so deep in Stephen King. I'm listening to like podcasts about book series and podcasts about podcasts. And yeah, pretty deep with it. So he can he can give her recommendations on the Stephen King podcast. Yeah. Oh gosh, he only has time for us. <laughs> well, no. After after this one, and then after see you at the potty, Recta. Once she's like done with all <laughs> okay. those, then maybe go on to the next one. She okay. was complaining that we are a little behind, so yeah, maybe she will. With the yeah. releases, yeah. sorry. Well, have you pointed her to see you at the potty, Recta? Has she listened to those? Has she caught up with those yet? Or what's up? I don't know. I will ask her tomorrow. Okay. Okay. So uh, not a whole lot happened this else. Yeah. Not a whole lot else happened this episode, but then stuff did happen. So that we haven't really well stuff that stuff. Not a whole lot happened that we haven't really seen. But there were a few things. So okay, so Kate almost got shot in the little thing. Uh, Desmond seems like a completely different person than when we met him the first time, when he was helping Jack out with his like leg in the stadium. He seems paranoid as fuck now, and especially with asking if there are any survivors have gotten sick, which he sound he very much had like Rousseau vibes. Mm. Mm -hmm. But uh, and then asking about the world ending. And then Charlie obviously still has that heroin statue, which he is pretending that he doesn't know what's in there. But and then there's Locke, but let's watch the teaser for the next episode before we talk about it and like react like we just already didn't watch the episode. Mother! This isn't what was supposed to happen. Next Wednesday, nine eight central. Girl, who are you? We're on a plane. Flight eight fifteen. There's a reason why Lost is the Emmy winner for best drama. Why do you find it so hard to believe? Why do you find it so easy? We're all gonna die. What am I supposed to do? An all new Lost next Wednesday, nine eight central, only on ABC. Okay, sorry. That was dramatic as fuck. That was dramatic. It was actually pretty accurate. Usually they're a little outlandish. Yeah, it wasn't too bad. Or make you think something <clears throat> else is happening. I will say I'm remembering now. That when I used to see these trailers with Locke and Kate in them before I watched the show, I always thought Locke was her dad. Yeah, I remember you saying that. <laughs> like, I always thought Locke was Kate's dad. Okay, He's such so, a yeah, so this next episode, <laughs> this next episode is about Locke, who was interesting in this episode. So he basically convinced Desmond to tie up Kate instead of him and then gave her the knife, which was, like I said, a great just move. A, I'm just a box maker. Uh, so Vanessa, did do you think that he did? Like I said, do you think he did that because he knew Kate would be able to get out of there, or do you think he's just trying to find out more info? Both. Um. Yeah. Both. I think he or knew. Or he's just an old white guy <laughs> that knows everything. All three. All three. To be <laughs> honest, I think he know. Well, he wanted to find out more info. He kind of wanted. Uh, I don't know. If he necessarily wanted to protect her, but he kind of wanted to get her out of the way and knew she would be okay in there. Like if I lock her up and get him away yeah, from this guy, I don't have to worry about her. I can grill him for whatever information I want. And he's just, he thinks he's, you know, entitled to do whatever he wants. Yeah. So the the only other thing I was going to mention was, uh, I don't know, go, go ahead. I, well, I don't think I, I think I mentioned this when we are not kind of recording, but most of this episode I don't feel like was needed. Yeah. Other than some of the Desmond stuff, the Michael stuff, we basically already knew without seeing. The rest of it was flashbacks to the last episode. Not flashbacks, but we saw in the last episode. There was 
maybe five, ten minutes of actual new information. It was kind of a useless episode. I I agree with that, and um, mainly because I am totally fine with like flashbacks and going back and filling in the details, like basically building. I wouldn't call it lore, but, you know, as a storytelling technique, that's kind of how you do to build your lore. However, the fucking last episode, they left us on a goddamn cliffhanger. You don't, like, Mm -hmm. fill in the parts to get back to that cliffhanger. That's just what, uh, in the industry, is known as a fucking dick tease. Um, Like, (laughs) resolve that cliffhanger, and it's like, hey, man, how did we get here? Like, that's how you do shit. Um, So, that was very... Annoying with that. Um, But as far as like uh, content, like I think the content's fine. I think it's interesting, like how I can lop, lop, lock, slip the knife to her. Um, You know, the Mm -hmm. stuff with Walt and everything, like it's good character building and it's it's good stuff to like set up and figure out how how we got there. However, yeah, it's the fact that it was filling in until this cliffhanger. That's dumb. So exactly. you know, it's 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 a J.J. Abrams special of um, it's a fucking mystery. Like, you got to figure it out. It's like, no, bitch, you're the fucking storyteller. You tell us how it is. <laughs> like, let the characters figure it out. Exactly. Well, the, the, you guys were saying the only other thing I wanted to say before moving on was frustrating. It was frustrating as hell about the story progression as far as ending up in the exact same spot, like you guys said. We did learn a little bit more about what happened inside with all the Kate and Locke stuff, but like nothing's moved past that. Uh, it's definitely something that I can only see, like I said before, being frustrated with if you're watching it the way you're we're watching it right now, weekly. Like I don't think mm-hmm. it would have been if you're binging, if you're binging it, it. That's yeah. it's just filling in story, which yeah. Well, I uh, I wanted more. Like I'm I'm only watching it. Right before we record, so I'm getting even not even weekly sometimes. Yeah. Um, like this week I got two, but then I won't watch anything for two, three weeks or, and so I'm like, I, why, why am I watching this again? I wanted something different. Erica called it a filler. I wouldn't necessarily call it a filler episode, but, but I definitely episode. remember being frustrated when it, watching it when it aired because I was just you're just hungry for some answers and. I mean, I'm curious why the shark has that tattoo, but... <laughs> well, they keep you know. introducing mysteries mm-hmm. yeah, without answering the questions, which mm-hmm. get used to. Mm-hmm. So, uh, <laughs> anyway, uh, you were asking about the Dharma thing, which, yeah, I have yes. a dictionary definition for you, at least. Okay. Um, which is... Is uh, the shark named Greg? Oh, wait, wait. Is that, what, is that <laughs> your mystery <laughs> thing? Exactly. Dharma and Greg, <laughs> yes, that was a good show. Oh, before you read me the definition, I would like to say that if I was watching this show when it aired, I would be Googling these things. What does Dharma mean? Is this a real thing? Does it have a definition? And I can't do that because I will get spoilers. Yeah. So when I watch things, I'm looking things up. If I don't know what something means, I'm looking it up. And I can't do that. And it's so frustrating that's true so i'm like "Ah!" and i like scream after every episode so i aaron i'm coming to you now every time i have a question you're gonna have to google things for me the only show i googled stuff on while watching it was the tutors and 
it completely ruined the whole show for me. Wikipedia (laughs) history? (laughs) The show about, like, people who teach kids stuff? Yeah, Help them with their math homework? Uh, No worst Wikipedia page. Spoilers, they pass the test? Yeah, exactly. What's going on? So, it's. it, It basically. It basically obviously tells you what happened in real life, but at the same time, the show gets dramatic and doesn't follow real life. So part of me is like, that's not what happened. <laughs> so I'm it's also like reading a book and watching a movie. After <laughs> yeah. Based, that's yeah. based on. Or I'd get really into reading the Wikipedia and have to pause the show because I'm like, oh, this is this is good stuff. I got to read this. <laughs> Can you give the people out there a quick summarization of what that show is about just so the two the tutors yes wait it's it's, not about it's a bit no it's it's about the tutors like the the british royal family (laughs) the the british joe's talking about like tutors t-u-t-o-r no t-u-d like it you if you can't if you don't know your math homework you get a tutor That was my <laughs> stupid joke, but yeah. um, the show you're watching is about the British royal family. Anyway, so okay, so Dharma. Yeah. Uh, so Dictionary.com probably doesn't do it as much justice as Wikipedia does because I have both of them. It says uh, it's a noun. It's a Hinduism Buddhism noun. It says essential quality or character as of the cosmos or of one's own nature. But let's just skip over to uh, Wikipedia because I wish I should have just done that one, but. That one says that it is loading the page, whatever. Hmm. Anyway, it says in Hinduism, Dharma is one of the four components of Purusartha. Huh? It, uh, Can you look up that word and tell me what that word means now? It's, it's the aim, which is the aims of life and signifies behaviors that are considered to be in accord with Rata, RTA. Rata. Rata. I don't know. Anyway, the order that, which is the order that makes life and universe possible. So it's like a Hinduism, like, uh, <laughs> is so that West, more. Eastern, Eastern yes. culture? Yes. It's like a creationist, but not from like a single God, but just like everything. It says it includes duties, rights, laws, conduct, virtues, and the right way of living. In Buddhism, Dharma means cosmic law and order as expressed by the teachings of of the buddha oh i was way off but okay <laughs> i didn't understand any of what i said i just read words gotcha. so <laughs> okay so if i search uh, dharma wikipedia i can click that link and be safe to read it if you just hit dharma it'll it, like the top thing asks you like the top did you mean is dharma lost so just don't click that and you should be okay. finished but yeah it okay. has it has its own thing that was never something okay. i ever thought to look up Neither did I. But why I just, wouldn't you? There's some weird word on these. I just thought it was the name of the Swan yeah. symbols. Yeah. Oh my god. Well, also watch out for Dharma and Greg spoilers as well. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> you gotta watch. I it. am gonna want to watch that someday. Yeah. I don't know if I ever like, saw the ending. So, any other questions I can look up real quick? Okay, so the timer resets after you enter in the computer at 108 minutes, correct? And then. Um, it starts beeping with four minutes left. So, if it's supposed to be every 108 minutes, what if you enter the code when there's four minutes left? Then what happens? Then does it become every 104 minutes? Yes. I was actually thinking about that, too. So, 
this is probably better for the next episode because but uh you i only know this because i've read a bunch of stuff about it you i i'm pretty sure that a computer doesn't work until you until it starts beeping so you can't do anything to the computer until it starts beeping i understand that but if they say it's every 108 minutes and you enter the code when there's four minutes left that's only 104 minutes then it resets to 108 yeah so therefore if you enter the code right as it starts beeping that's only 104 minutes each time so what's up with that i don't know i just figured it's like resetting on a thing that you reset i can't think of anything that you reset right now (laughs) okay well actually um one of your previous guests uh laura who sounds pretty hot um (laughs) she brought up this question um and i was like it's kind of like you know with us dudes where it's like you know you can't go more than a certain days without you know coming so like (laughs) Yeah, you give it like seven days, like you're hey, reaching hey, the maximum. Hey, my mom listens to this. Oh, shit. All right. <laughs> just, I'm just kidding. She understands. Um, Go ahead. Okay. But yeah, so like, you know, max is seven days, but if it happens once, then, you know, the timer gets reset. So it's like, it has to be within that seven days after it happens. Um, but if it happens like every day, then you don't have to worry about the seven days. But you also have the refractory period. So that's that's the minutes between 100 and or between 0 and 103.59, like, you can't enter the number there. That's the uh, Dharma computer uh, equivalent of a refractory period. So, Erica looks very impressed by this, so thank you (laughs) for that. So, well, Um, what I was going to say is, Vanessa, this is what would happen in 2004 and 2005 on the internet. Uh-huh. Like to where you have people oh, like this question. Oh, yeah, like well, like yeah. stuff like and, this, uh, and then someone explaining themselves like that to where like yes, because I'm trying to follow it. I'm like, I kind of get what he's talking about, but then I, like, oh, I, okay, cool. I kind of get it, but I feel like it's. I'm now. Uh, I hate watching two episodes in a week because then I can't remember like what I'm commenting on the first or the second episode. Um, if the yeah, this is the second episode. But if you if you like reset it, this thing can only go 108 minutes, right? Yeah. Before it shut down, so the extra four minutes just if you wait if you do at the beginning of the four minutes or out or at the end of the four minutes, it's gone. It doesn't count. It's it doesn't exist anymore. It's just 108 minutes, and if you don't cool it down or whatever it is in that period. It's like then, cool over minutes. Yeah, it's gone. Cell phone. Yeah, like, but you don't. But yeah. you don't get them. You get a certain amount of minutes every month. You didn't use them. Too bad. You don't get it. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. You get one hundred and eight minutes next month. <laughs> okay, so trivia: the flashbacks were originally supposed to uh, were originally going to be about Sawyer, like I said, and it's Sawyer's Tampa job that was referenced in the Outlaws episode. But then Carl Tacuse felt that the story was not well conceived. And shooting was stopped, so the flashback scenes were quickly re- like replaced with Michael's. Um, and then he said that they'd never be released. So Star Trek.com announced that Jolene Blaylock, who was in one of the Star, I think Enterprise, uh, had been cast, and that some scenes were partially shot before being scrapped in favor of a Michael centric episode. But there's pictures of it, which I was gonna just screen share with you guys. 
so yeah so it's like random like ooh, that 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 looks like that looks pleasant he looks like he's on vacation yeah, exactly so there's jolene blaylock right there she's on star trek she's on star trek she's not on a whole lot that's the only not thing that really. i recognize her name from my mom likes star trek shout out my dad recorded over my parents wedding video because there was a star trek marathon on. <laughs> Priorities, right? I love that story. <laughs> hey, so it's I like it's him. this chick. Okay, uh, exactly. Yeah. Anyway, so uh, in an interview with Variety in April 2009, Carl Dukes explained why a solar flashback was dropped from this episode. He said that this happens all the time in both TV and film. Scenes or storylines are shot that just don't work out as you hoped. We've been fortunate to have a really high success rate on Lost. In fact, that was the only time we dumped an entire storyline. He said it was no fault of the actors. It was just wasn't properly conceived. We have no plans to put it on DVD because unlike most deleted scenes, which just don't fit in that body of the particular show, this storyline was not quality, like at the quality bar we have for the show, which. Okay. If Kate's flashbacks made it in and this one didn't, <laughs> it must be really bad. Yeah. I'm just curious, but yeah. Pretty bad. So then another thing was the World Trade Centers were added into the, to set the, oh, son of a bitch bug, I'll get you. <laughs> Sorry, there's a bug that flew across the screen. Anyway, uh, so the room used for the legal discussion about Walt is the same one that they used with Claire's meeting with her adoption people. Yeah, I that? put that in my notes. I was like, is that the same yeah, place? Yeah, it's, it's the same place. I questioned the, wait, it wasn't the same lawyer though, right? No, no, no. no. It's, it, yeah, but it's I, the same. I couldn't remember the lawyer, but I was like. That looks familiar. Yeah, it's the same place. So then uh, when Sawyer and Michael are on the remains of the raft, you, you guys already mentioned this, with the shark. And I have a picture if you want to see the Dharma thing, on, like the, sure. the tattoo. Which Erica didn't catch it. I saw it. You saw it? I caught yeah. it. Okay. But yeah, there's the there's the Dharma little tattoo, which I don't know. It just looks like a... You just noticed the black mark? No. You could see it Like in it the looks a lot video. better. Like I'm assuming this is an old picture. Because this was probably posted a long time ago, but... It looks a lot better in the video, but it's clearly in the shape, and I I saw it. And honestly, I miss a lot of stuff. Okay. Um, and I caught that one. All right, so moving on from the trivia to next week's drinks, I, I don't know, like, it's called orientation i completely forgot that we were doing two episodes so i didn't actually look it up i forgot to look i was like orientation welcome let's have some absolute vodka i'm just trying to think of stuff but anyway so let's move on to the good stuff start off with sawyer's nickname games so i counted four really yes i counted one okay so you had i didn't count you had uh toothy son of a bitch which he calls a shark (laughs) you had hoss i got a hoss i heard the hoss you had french chick oh because he's talking about Rousseau. Yeah. And you had, it says Bluebeard, but I feel like he said Blackbeard. And he was talking no, about. I think he said Bluebeard. He did say Bluebeard? Yeah. Okay. Not so, that he said it. four. And uh, the guesses from last week were Erica had four. Damn. Uh, Aaron guessed eight. Vanessa guessed three. Eight? I, I guessed high. And then Laura guessed two. So, yeah, Eric, <laughs> Erica won. Uh, Am I the winner? Like. Am I doing great this season so far? Because last season I was bad. I well, feel this like is the you first, are this doing great. This is the first great. episode we're doing guesses on. So yes, you are doing oh, great because you are winning. To do last the first episode. We didn't do the first episode. We reset. We didn't we, do we reset but it. the the last I think episode that we did this for. 
she got she got it. So I don't remember. But we we started over. I know we started over. But so let's do some guesses for the good. for the next one. Oh. So first, oh wait, no, we have them already. We have them already. Yes. Okay. So the guesses for the next one were, I think it was. Hey, Joe, you want to make a guess for? Joe, do you want to make a guess for the next one? Because someone got it already. No. Okay. <laughs> like for both things, I was going to really? ask you if you want to make got, a guess. Yes. Got it? For both things, though, someone already guessed it. Like one of us already guessed it, and I wouldn't have mentioned that yeah. except for. I'm not gonna have you do it and then be like, oh, why'd you even have me guess? I didn't win, sorry. Anyway, so uh the the guesses for the dude count were uh did you guys get any? Because I didn't count any. I didn't even think he was in this. He episode. was in that one little tiny thing with him and Jack. Okay, so for this one, he didn't have any. Vanessa had last week's guesses, Vanessa had one, Aaron had four, Eric had zero. Laura had Damn. three, so she won twice. Unfortunately, yeah, she's doing good. Yeah. She's gonna get all the beer this this uh, season. Erica's up to nothing, and then okay. So, any other little thoughts to mention before we sign off? Cha-cha. Nope. Besides Erica being happy, yeah, no. I didn't. Okay, Joe, uh, do you have anything that you would care to plug? Uh, yes, I host a podcast called "See You at the Potty, Richter." It's about Arnold Schwarzenegger movies. Um, it is with. Uh, Actually, you um, yeah. and your brother, Christopher Chapman. Uh, you can find us on any podcasting platform. Apple Podcasts, Spotify, um, Google Podcasts. Uh, you can find us at thepotty.net. Or you can reach out to us at cuatthepotty.net. And uh, that's pretty much it. It's it's a fun podcast where you get super stupid and silly. So yeah. yeah. Check it out. It's like this, but yeah. with Arnold movies. Exactly. <laughs> but alright, so you ready to, to end this so we can start stuff again? Sure. Okay, cool. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I'm over it. <laughs> 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 <laughs>